to people who are taking content creation to another level through their partnership. Emmy and Denise are certainly pioneers in the fashion industry by breaking into the industry as a powerful duo, whilst also successfully thriving as individual talents. And then suddenly it was like everyone wanted us to do. They requested that because it makes sense. It's also really unique. You did the Gucci with iPhone, yeah. yeah. They actually requested it to be yeah. shot with an iPhone. It goes really quickly when you're having a good conversation. Hi everyone, welcome to Influencer Marketing Uncovered Podcast. I'm Mara Denovisi, I'm founder and president of MG Power, a global integrated market agency. We have here in our studio today, not only two amazing individual creators, but two people who are taking content creation to another level through their partnership. They have well-established careers and they have joined forces and expertise to expand it even more. And the brands just love them. And to host this episode with me by my side is Steph, our lovely account director here at Imaging Power. It's her first time co-hosting the podcast and hopefully it's the first of many. Welcome, Steph. Thank you so much, Myra. I'm very excited to be joining you today on this episode. And I've had the pleasure of working with both of our guests today on our Rosa Ink campaigns. Nimi and Denise are certainly pioneers in the fashion industry by breaking into the industry as a powerful duo, whilst also successfully thriving as individual talents, working with brands such as Dior, Tiffany, Prada and Gucci. So welcome to the podcast, girls. Thanks for having us. So happy to be here. Yeah. First of all, it's amazing that two creators are collaborating together and there is like a a willing of helping each other to grow, but then going to that step, to the step of, okay, but now let's collab together and add value to brands and a, on a, on a, on a, on a do. So how this is started with the brands? I think initially it was our idea. We suggested it to a brand and they loved it and yeah. the content performed really well. Mm -hmm. And from then onwards, we started getting requests from the brands. I think the turning point was when we did the Burberry. Yes. We did a, a yes. collaboration to Burberry and it was a real, I think, I don't know if you've seen it, but um, it was, oh, yeah. I can't remember what it was for, like the winter collection or something. And um, and then suddenly it was like everyone wanted us to do. Like they requested that because it makes sense. It's also really unique. Yeah, because we look different as well. We don't look the same. Yeah. So I think it tapped into like different markets and it covered quite a lot of bases for the brands as well. Um, uh, Burberry was really, really iconic for us, wasn't it? Yeah. And so there just uh yeah it's just kind of naturally it's the clock. yeah and the, yeah because i think dior they wanted us they to wanted do it, us they, to do it was, together it was yeah. their idea yeah. for us to, to collaborate because brands love like genuine authentic content where right. friends are having fun like it converts so well mm. and the fact that we're friends and then we've been doing this naturally it makes so much sense i always like love to understand like they'll how you how do you make yourself to look authentic because even though you have the aspirational content when it comes to the asset, it feels really authentic to yourself. So tell us a little bit about like the creation process, but nowadays it's so difficult to keep authentic, but how do you manage to continue to have the authenticity in everything you do and post? I don't think there's a like a one simple answer to that because as we've been doing this for so long, our idea of what's you know, an aesthetic or, or how to create content, it, it changes literally day by day. It does, yeah, like, it does. You know, if I could give an example, like last year, we both were creating content for brands where 
maybe like the reels were super romantic and slow-mo and like, you know, and certain brands still want that kind of content. But actually there's now a shift towards being a bit more cool and edgy and maybe shooting with like a VCR kind of vibe or, you know, almost like... Even iPhone, like the brands yeah. are requesting I like to be You shot. did the Gucci with iPhone, yeah. yeah. They actually requested it to be yeah. shot with an iPhone. So That's brands right. are going towards that direction. We see it like with the Gen Z coming and thriving. Yeah. They prefer more casual and... Mm -hmm. So I think like in terms of the authenticity, it's just more... You know, we, we've all, we're always looking one step ahead to see what's coming down the track. What are the trends, what the brands that we work for, what kind of, you know, aesthetic they want. Because obviously we need to put ourselves into the content, but you still need to be aligned with their aesthetic. Like today I was looking at a brief um, for a campaign I have and I was thinking I can shoot it in this particular way. But then also I still need to look at what they're doing on their feed to see oh, they've done it like that, so maybe I'll do it like that. We'll put my own spin on it. So that's a way to still be authentic to yourself, but yeah. also understand the brand. You know, understanding the brand, exactly. And now that you've been working in the industry for about 10 years, I know you said. 10 years, wow. You've obviously been a bit more selective with the kind of brands that you can work with, and you've yeah. got some amazing brands that you've, you've worked with over the last couple of years and very much in the luxury space. Where do you kind of see the luxury content going or like what are luxury brands asking for in their briefs um that's a good question yeah i feel like luxury brands i think they give you more creativity like yeah. they give you more they let you do because they choose they choose you from so many like the competition is so high and the barriers to entry is so high i think when they decide to work with you they already love your content and they're ready to let you be the that's my experience Mm. Um, it used to be harder working with the, the high street brands. I feel like they're really particular. Like I remember you got given a, tr a single dress, oh, yeah. a red dress that like it's never like that. Like you can actually choose because it needs to represent your style or who you are. 100%. But then we had so many occasions, so many brands that we couldn't be ourselves mm. because if you want to work with them, they, they give you like it just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense for the brand, doesn't make sense for our audience. So. I feel like even though it's luxury and it feels like it would be harder, it's actually easier, I find. I do everything very designed in terms of what you have to do and the way you have to shoot or they give you more flexibility. I, I feel like we, if, the, if the brand is, is approaching us, so say for example, I don't know, um, who's, who's a good example? A Burberry. Mm -hmm. yeah. Great example. We worked with them a lot last year. so. They gave us a lot of uh, creative directions to do whatever we wanted. It was a specific brief. But you it know, needs like, to be nighttime. Yeah, okay. like, you know, it's a winter thing. We're doing it at night. Um, off you go. <laughs> because they already know the kind of content yeah. that we can produce. So they trust yeah. that we'll create yeah. something in the vision of, it's you so know, true. Burberry, you know, yeah. the aesthetic. And yeah, it... it Nine times out of ten, that's pretty much. Ten times out of ten, I don't remember a single occasion where a luxury brand came to me and said, "Oh, can you change?" Because with the high street brands, I've had so many occasions. Oh, um, like s silly things like that. It's not in the brief, and they want that out. Or mm -hmm. like I had once that animal print. They didn't want the PJs to have animal print, and I had their horse. Like, it's, like it doesn't make sense. But it's well, never, never like that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you you have to reshoot the whole thing. Um, 
but not like like luxury market i feel like it's so much easier because they trust you in your judgment um and you follow the brief of course like they want it nighttime we did it at nighttime mm -hmm. but not like oh you have red nails well and not like you have your hair on a ponytail like mm -hmm. they wouldn't come be back. that straight mm -hmm. yeah. which, yeah. Is, which, which is which is which is good yeah and but, yeah go 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 is that <laughs> i was gonna say with that in mind what is your ideal brief i'm guessing like as open as possible but are there any briefs that have stood out that you've like absolutely loved working on hate i remember hate but <laughs> where it's like so like so many little details I mean, what about the one you've just dropped? You did in the Dolce and Gabbana. Oh yeah, with uh, Charles. Yeah, have you seen that? No, I must you, need to, <laughs> you need to see it. The content it's is the amazing. First time I, I think it, it's the first time I think I. No, it is the first time I. You shot with Charles, yeah. Yeah, first time. Amazing. <laughs> um, the briefs. I think the brief was they wanted couple content. Okay. And that's it. That's that what they was wanted. it. That's it. That's actually a really good example. They didn't wow. like. They didn't tell you what color to wear, what where to shoot, how like. But you know what Dolce Gabbana is, and then you you know the outfits and the vibe. Um, but that's it. They just wanted couple content and the for a specific product or yeah, for two fragrances. So okay, male. Um, that's amazing. And, yeah, okay, and we shot it completely our way. Our uh, but yeah. but we forgot to say with the luxury brands, you always provide the mood board. I think that's why they knew. Like I had to put like what I'm going to wear, um, yes. the how yeah. the hair, the makeup, everything. You you create a brief and you send it to them, and then they sometimes come back and say, actually, yeah. that's why I think. But always a move nine times out of ten, it gets approved. But it's very detailed, so they know exactly what they're going to get. And then normally you work only with luxury brands, or I think. I feel like that but it happened organically right so organically. it's nothing that yeah. you're like we're just gonna be like a, mm -hmm. a luxury no brand. it's not easy but, to work with luxury yeah brands. that's it's what not, I'm about to say yeah. because like it's hard it's yeah it's still hard thank you yeah when you say it's, it's hard, it's more hard because it's there's more talents out there, or it's harder because they're more demanding. Let this... me give you an example. If you work with, can I say that? If you work with Dior, yeah. you can't work with Chanel. No. Like, like that kind of vibe, right. you know. There's okay. a lot exclusivity. Of... And yeah. Okay, exclusivity like, that yeah. you have to put in place. Yeah. Yes. And certain brands, I feel like it's really hard. Like for example, like Prada and Mimi, like they they like, like a certain look. look. Yes, you know, YSL likes a certain look. Like, so you you can't even though you're working with luxury brands. So I can say up and down, you know, oh, I'm working with um, Louis Vuitton. Like constantly, I can I can go to YSL and be like, I'm working with Louis Vuitton, but they they'll shut me down my face. Yeah, they yes, because of exclusivity. It, it's not even that. It's more like your aesthetic doesn't fit our aesthetic. So there's that battle within luxury. Yeah, to try and work with it with these brands but you might not fit the bill because you've worked with that other, other brand. brand but it's it's like with, with exclusivity i get it in a sense but what i don't get it which i question myself quite a lot is the aesthetic element like you don't fit I, the aesthetic of the brand <laughs> you know what because we are 2023 it's all about diversity come on luxury brands you know it's all about diversity so for me to get a brand because we work with a lot of luxury brands as well and when they come and say no we don't want this influencer because they don't have aesthetic of a brand but 
who said, you know, that that person needs to be the sex of her brand? Because you're talking about diversity. You know, it's not about being judged, like, you know, about the size of that person, the color skin, how big is, you know, it's just like, it's like you need to position your brand as a brand that is welcoming every type and forms, right? Look what happened with Victoria's Secret. We need to start in diversity on the catwalk because otherwise we're going to face the same, uh, you know, bad press and backlash. So for one year, like they start putting diverse on the catwalk because it, they, they felt like if we don't do it, we're going to have a bad uh, press around us. But then February this year, I was in Milan for a few shows. There was no more diversity. It's back to normal. And I was just like, The no, memories are short. <laughs> no. I was just like, what happened? It's just like, you don't do it just for... They do need to tick the box. It's not, yeah, like, it's tick the it's box. not like we need to change. The change needs to happen. But that's why it goes back. And it went back. And I was just so like, I think if I, went to, I went to Milan and I saw three shows. And I was just like, I can't believe this is happening again. Yeah, this quickly. So it's just not about it's, it's about consistency, it's about embracing it and passing the the right the right message. Not just ticking the box. Not just ticking the box. Yeah. Yes. Do you feel that as well? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. It's just but this uh, could be another podcast. Yeah, this could hundred <laughs> percent. Thank you so much for everyone that's been listening to us today. Thank you so much for keeping tuned in with every episode of our influencer marketing cover podcast. Hope you have enjoyed our conversation with these two amazing, powerful women, creators, and that's been working on the industry for 10 years and still keep going very successfully. And again, thank you so much, Steph. If you're not following us, make sure you do so on Spotify, YouTube, Amazon, and Apple. And again, thank you so much. And I see you on our next episode. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.